Hello everyone and this is the David Okon podcast with me David Okon. Well, if you are in the African continent or wherever in the, you are in the world, you understand that we are just two days away from the start of the 33rd Africa Cup of Nations tournament which is holding in the beautiful country in Central Africa of Cameroon. And then for the next couple of weeks, we'll be focusing all our attention on that country, Cameroon, as great and great football actions will be happening right there. I'm not here alone. I have a Cameroonian who is here to talk to us about the fever that is in the air and the preparations for the country on Africa's World Cup. He is no other person than Armstrong Sonny is a freelance journalist based in the nation's capital, Yaoundé, Cameroon. Hello, Armstrong, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, David. Good afternoon, and good afternoon to all our listeners. It's a pleasure being with you today, and I hope that I have a very good debut. Oh, fantastic. I'm, I'm confident you have a fantastic debut uh, from the way we spoke last time. Well, Armstrong, I hope you're having a fantastic time. But quick question I want to throw to you. I'm just putting you on the spot. Are you in the process of getting your vaccine or have you taken your PCR test to confirm that you're negative? I don't want to hear that you are not inside the Olympic Stadium for the opening ceremony. Uh, to begin with, I'm at one of the fan zones. Uh, oh. If we- if we're actually on a, a, a vlog or a video version of this, you would have wow. seen strolling around. There are uh, preparations going on. It's actually the Yaoundé Six Council. Yeah. Every activity is going on. If you, uh, there's the hammering going on. There are belt tents. There's the standby gen. There's the mm. LED screen. There's the LED screen already there. But coming back to the question. Mm. Uh, just before the call came in, I was trying to do my PCR test because mm. I want to. Tomorrow will be very hectic, so I want to tomorrow because on Sunday I don't want anything to get into my program. I want to be part of the action from the very first second. Mm. It's a once in a lifetime event. You can imagine that the last time Cameroon uh, was host of the Africa Cup of Nations was in 1972. That's 50 years ago. Wow. Wow, and, wow, wow. You know, I'm just in my 30s. You can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you were not born. You were, we were, both of us are in the same age bracket. We were not born when like, the last time Cameroon hosted the Africa Cup of Nations. So I'm looking at myself 50 years from now, maybe if we are to host the game, and I'm telling my kids that Last time I was around, and I, I was there every minute. I could see delegation, I could see the fanfare, everything. Like, uh, David, you know what? Yeah, I'm with you. Moving around the nation's capital now, mm. everything has changed. Wow. Every building beside the road has a flag. Not necessarily the Cameroonian flag. The Cameroonian flag, yeah. It has the flag of the 24 nations. Now, 
because of patriotism, some other persons at another nation plus the Cameroonian flag. Mm. Like on their taxis. second thing. Wow. Exactly. On taxis, there's either a sticker or there's a flag. On motorbikes, well, what we mm. generally call Okadas. When the Okadas, yeah. You know, the, you see some Okadas that are just so colorful, green red, yellow, the Cameroonian flag. So, yeah. it's it shows how much um, people are picking up. Uh, just three three or four days back, it wasn't really like this. Mm. You know, That's myself, I just I just caught the Afcon fever late yesterday. Um, okay, I think when I when I saw the news that um, um, CAF and um, um, Cameroonian health authorities had capped uh, the number of attendees. At for the host nations to 80% and for other countries to 60%. I think exactly. well, after reading that news, I I, 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 I caught the, I just told someone beside me, I have caught the African fever. How do I find myself in Douala or Yaoundé? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. oh man, I, I, I know you're really enjoying yourself and um, a lot of our listeners don't really understand the importance of Af- the Africa Cup of Nations. Um, to, so to give some context, there was a time where Africa had to share one slot with Asia in the World Cup. That was that's why Africa boycotted the 1966 World Cup. And um, just before then, uh, we had four founding members of the Confederation of African Football: Egypt, Sudan, Ethiopia, and South Africa that founded uh, the Africa Cup of Nations. It's interesting to know that there were about just two or three matches in the first half court. That it yes. won. But the, the bottom line is that Africa stood up for itself. That was the time um, the independence rally was really going on about the continent. And Africa stood up for itself and then became a voice in FIFA. Egypt has been a member of FIFA, I think, since 1927. So you can yes. imagine how long um, Egypt has, uh, has been a, a, a force to be reckoned with. Um, yes. The Confederation of African Football spoke was the first confederation, the first um, international organization to expel South Africa, apartheid South Africa, I must add, uh, uh, from uh, being a member and made sure apartheid South Africa was excluded from world football. I think at one of their conferences, they threatened to walk out of the FIFA Congress if apartheid South Africa was not expelled. Um, What I'm saying in a nutshell is that the Africa Cup of Nations is celebration of Africa, especially through football. It's, we have come a long way and we have achieved so much. I, I was telling a friend of mine yesterday that I, I was among the, crit- the critics of expanding the Nations Cup from 16 teams to 24 teams. Now looking back, I think I was ill-informed and I am I am glad. We have 54 countries on the continent, 24 out of 54 it's a fantastic number, and uh, good luck to everybody who is there. Um, let's continue on the on the preparations. Fill us more as to the preparations that are going on. Yeah, just to add, just just to add something little. Um, when you look at the confederations in Atifa, yeah, Af- Africa has the biggest confederations, fifty-four. Yeah, and you could see that. Getting to 24 nations, um, some football experts describe the Africa Cup of Nations as the African World Cup. Yes, yes, yes. In some other countries, because of the uh, uh, the number of titles they've had, 
or their participation in the African Cup of Nations, they don't really uh, give a lot of value. But imagine a country that qualifies, uh, a country like Comoros. Yeah, Comoros. Mm. At, at its first qualification, mm. the expectation there is huge. Or a country wow. like a country like uh, Equatorial Guinea at its second Gu- participation, but mm. the first participation out of its country. Out of its country when it hosted, yeah. So the, there are some countries that uh, we know football is involved in, but it will be difficult for them to qualify for the World Cup. Yeah. But now at this point. They can participate at the Africa Cup of Nations as an international and expose mm. their players too. You know, when they, when when they especially now that we are in the 2.0 age, the internet age, where yes. every, where every person can talk or brag about his or her nation. Mm. Yesterday, I saw a tweet from a renowned artist from the GRC in those beef. And yeah. he was and he was uh he was actually lamenting why the DRC is not part of the, the, the nation's cup. Yeah, very sad, very sad for them. And they have some really good players. Exactly. And the peculiarity about Cameroon again is you know, that's one of the things Cameroon is being known for in the world, football. I'm really sorry, Armstrong, that we lost that um, um, connection initially. So we are back. Sorry, we are back to, I hope you can hear me clearly. So you were talking about um, what Cameroon is known for in the world. Yes, uh, Cameroon is known for football. It's football. We remember its first World Cup in 1982. It, it went on, uh, the country went undefeated. Mm. In 1990, we are talking about the first African nation to get to the quarterfinals. And yeah. it's Cameroon is also five African Cup of Nations. And amazingly, it's only Cameroon and Egypt since the turn of the year 2000 that have been able to win the African Cup of Nations three times each. So each. this yeah. is... This is this is this is what's going on at the moment because the fans out here in Cameroon expect nothing less than the indomitable lions keeping the trophy here in Yaoundé on the 6th of February. I'm strong. I I, I I did not want you to get to that point because um um I uh, that is one thing we are we are really going to talk about. But since you have gotten there, let's dive into it. What are the expectations? Of the fans, Cameroon is in a tricky group. Will I will, if I may say so, Come, they are in a group with Burkina Faso, Ethiopia. Yes, I'm. I'm sorry, the light went down again. I think we we'll, we we'll just have to make do uh, with what, what we what we have. So I think we'll have to be quick. I was talking about Cameroon's group. They're in a group with Burkina Faso, Ethiopia, and Cape Verde. Uh, yes, yes we, we are expecting them. Uh, uh, neutrals are expecting Cameroon to come out of this group. 
but the, I, I think it's from the quarterfinal or the round of 16 where it really gets tough. Cameroon in the last Afcon lost to Nigeria. I'm sure you remember that in the <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, in the round of 16 of the Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, but what are the expectations of the fans? How, how desperate are they to to win the title again after that shocker they, they, when they won it in 2017 in Egypt? Well, the fans see nothing but winning. They see nothing. I mean, even if it was uh, uh, the chance squad that was brought in to play this Africa Cup of Nations, they will see nothing done. You know, Cameroon has not lost a home game, an international home game for about 20 years. So, wow. We, 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 well, we are I'm, just, I'm just knowing about that now. So we are talking about the Inhabitable Lions uh, uh, at this point, a, 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 country, a, a whole nation that is picked up at a, at a particular level where the only thing that we believe in is winning. And with Cameroon's performance in their last games at the World Cup qualifiers for yeah. Qatar, Qatar 2022, at this moment, the fans believe in this team. But I'll tell you what, at the beginning of last year, 2021, mm. when, the, when the performances weren't really there, I don't, mm. think, I don't think fans really were really beefed up to talk about the national team. But since that victory against Ivory Coast, or Cote d'Ivoire as they prefer it to be called, out mm. there at Japuma, in Douala, Mm. Cameroonians now believe that this squad can do something during the Africa Cup of Nations. My main okay, worry, okay, my okay. Main, complete round up your point, please. Yeah, my main worry now with this team is that due to the all the draft with the drafts between COVID nineteen, European clubs, and all the likes, mm. so many international friendlies were cancelled. So Cameroon practically had no international friendlies before this uh, Africa Cup of Nations. But I mm. hope that at the same time, um, coach Antonio Contesao was able to bring in something that would keep the players high-spirited getting into the competition. Okay, Armstrong. Which players? I know about um, Abubakar, how he snatched the Nations Cup from the Pharaohs in 2017. And yes. for me, my most outstanding player for Cameroon for now has to be Franco Aguisa of Napoli. Yes, Aguisa. Yes, so who, which players are the fans believing can drag Cameroon over the line to a sixth AFCON title? Which, which are the players that they are looking towards to? Oh, to tell you the truth, at the moment, Cameroon does not really is not really pointing out a particular player, but we've got a lot mm. of talent in the 28 players that have been called. At the moment, Cameroonians believe in the 28 Lions that have been called up. Because even some players that came in that were not present in for some time, they but came in that are coming for this after competition. Like Clinton mm. who plays for Dynamo Moscow in, in Russia. Yeah, Clinton Gia, yeah, the former Tottenham winger, yeah. Exactly. So, in that list, you know, we've got players like Frank, as you, as you, as you uh, rightly called, 
Franz Zambuangisa, I mean, I call him the mid, the midfield maestro. You can see how he marshals the midfield out there in, in Italy. But we've got an excellent winger that is Muminga Malu, who plays for who plays for uh, uh, young boys of Berg. We saw him during the after during the uh, UEFA Champions League this season. You yes, know, yes, we did. We had a lot of good runs. Then we have the top goal scorer in the one of the top goal scorers in the Europa League, Kartoko Ekambi. Yeah, Ekambi. Yeah, Ekambi. And and obviously we we cannot go without talking about the captain and goal scorer at the 2017 Africa Cup of Nations. That is Benzan Abubakar. So in this team we've got a mix. We've got a mix. A mix. We've got a mix of um, talented Pfizer, uh, uh, fly fly wingers. We've got very good defenders in Pai Collins and uh, Nuhutulu. We've got very good defenders in uh, Castelletto. We've got very good. De- we've got uh, a very good defender who plays for La Canfors in, in Belgium, and that is uh, Michael Gadungadri. And his partnership. So far, with uh, Jerome Ongeni, who plays for Red Bull Salzburg, out there mm. in Russia, paid out very well. And when you have a goalkeeper like Andre Nana, you know, you are sure Nana plays almost like um, he plays the same style like Manuel, a sweeper keeper. You know, yeah. He's almost like an extra. When you look at the, at the way Onana plays, he's almost like when, uh, when he, the way he plays with his uh, two centre backs. He's almost, it's almost like a back three. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's very in, comfortable on the ball. Yeah, he's always involved with the game. So so far, uh, Coach Antonio Contessao, who has been in place for almost two years now, has been able to bring in this team and make them have a system of play. You know, in the beginning, it wasn't really clear. Even in the friendly match against Nigeria some time yeah. ago, yeah. The, the style of play wasn't really clear. But as time went on, especially this last World Cup games, he's been able to bring in some a system of play. And he's stamping in his own authority as of Antonio Contessao. Okay, quickly. You know, um, just there are a lot of players who have some personal revenge you know they could not participate in 2017 so they could not win they did not win the africa cup of nations but they are present now so this is their own time now to write their name in history like andrew nana and and uh eric maxi okay eric maxi be good players cameroon have there um you had brought us to a point uh, which we were uh, about to go to, and that uh, point is um, um, uh, you, you, you touched it in passing, which is the timing and the scheduling, and what the European Club Association has, uh, 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 you know, the kind of strings they have tried to pull in terms of players who have withdrawn from the tournament, and uh, uh, the whole thing, and the entire friendly, 13 friendly matches uh, ahead of the AFCON have been cancelled so far. So, um, let's talk about that. I, I want to understand, from a Cameroonian point of view, how furious are you with the way the European clubs have grossly interfered with the Africa Cup of Nations? 
it, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's it's a huge disaster because you know uh, uh, these friendly games are part of what brings the whole fanfare into the Africa Cup of Nations. You see, mm. uh, uh, I could see when Ghana played against Algeria some uh, a couple of days ago. Days ago, yeah. You could see how much it could pull attention to the Ghanaian team and to the Algerian team, you know. But it's uh, it, I'm happy that even some Europeans are now getting up and saying that there's a lot of disrespect from European clubs towards the Africa Cup of Nations because. Glad to have you back, uh, Armstrong. We were talking about the uh, some Europeans now coming out to talk in favor of the Africa Cup of Nations. And it's because these Europeans know the importance that these African players have for the development or for the, the image of their league. Just imagine a Liverpool absence of Salah and Mane added to it, Naby Keita. You see, that's that's a good that uh, that that uh, those are very good players in the in the in the setup of uh, the club. When you go to other teams, uh, um, the, the coach of Napoli, that Spalletti, uh, Luciano Spalletti, Luciano Spalletti, yeah, he saw how much the Africa Cup of Nations was going to drain from his court, to he to the point that he had to have the Africa Cup of Nations as a monster. Which I do not take lightly because nobody called the European Nations Cup or the Euros a, 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 a monster. But away from that, I don't think you can compare the Africa Commission to the European Nations Cup. What at this point I want us to focus us to focus more on is that the competition is here and we are ready to celebrate. Africa is ready to celebrate. I mean, when you look at the coverage from the various uh, host nations or, or the various nations sorry you, you would see that Africa is really big to show to the world that we are ready to a world class and then you know what I'm with you all of the foreign media houses that said in the past that Cameroon was already happy. Yeah, like they said so. What I would like them to do now is come and do a counter report and tell people that Cameroon is ready because we have the infrastructure. We have six work classes. We have seven. The Bepanda of the during Chan, you know, I fact that is where most of the of Chan. So we have the teams have been training, and we haven't had any complaints about the infrastructure. If you go to the West Region, where a little bit about that is my region of origin. 
it has it has everything in very you know you know uh senegal senegal does not have to do a very long distance to train it's just it's just there's the training facility is found where their lodging is wow so you can you can imagine it is it, the tajidor and it, it's a very beautiful place where uh, i'm talking about the west region yeah even the weather at this point uh, even though it's described uh, i remember my geography teacher describing it at this particular point as uh, the winter dry season <laughs> so if any of our listeners is planning going to watch senegal in the west region of cameroon i'll get something very warm hello yes i can get you i can get you but your line was down can you just repeat the last two sentences i think from where you said if any of our listener was planning to go to the west of cameroon towards yes i'm just giving some guidelines now for for, for the for our listeners if any of them is planning to come and watch stadium money out there in the west of cameroon prepare something warm okay so we have something warm um let's let's uh before we the last thing we are going to talk about is how cameroon is is how they are um uh, on the country scale dealing with uh the kind of crowd and the kind of uh, spectators they will be expecting but let's talk about Camer- uh, people who are also vying for the same trophy as cameroon we'll start and we'll start off from defending champions algeria senegal egypt who were finalists in 2017 nigeria who knocked out Senegal, uh, cameroon in the last africa cup of nations the ivory coast which um you know had the, had the game came down to the wire uh, as they played to qualify for the last phase of uh, the african qualifiers for the qatar 2022 world cup and then there's the ever powerhouse of ghana and a Malian team that did not lose throughout World Cup qualifiers. Which of these countries, or which of them, maybe more than one, do you think uh, has a fine chance to also go far deep into the tournament? Algeria. Algeria, uh, is, a Algeria is a team to be. Mm. You, when you watch them play at the 2019 Nations, then they are run since 2015. They haven't lost the game. Yeah. Now, um, when you watch, one of these sports played the Arab uh, Arab Cup that just passed. Yeah, the Arab Cup. Yeah. And you, when you watch their friendly against Ghana, which was described as their B team. Wow. So I can imagine what the eating can offer. But I love what Jamel has done this team. I love what Belmadi has done this team. And I, yeah. love the, I love the fact that he's an Algerian. And 
not especially. I love the fact that this year at the African majority countries are African origin. Mm, that's a good point. That's a great yeah. point. That means finally the African Cup of Nations is an African Cup of Nations. Mm, that's a great yeah. point. That's a great point. But apart from that, um, you're talking about you're talking about the top out there you've got the top 10 at the people classification coming to have soon. And mm. this top 10 we have excellent players because when you get to Egypt you've got Salah and the Trezeguets and the El Nenis. The El Nenis. And, yeah, and the and the and the guys from um uh, 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 from Al Hali. So just imagine that team, that the, the team that Carlos Queiroz is building, and they had a good run too at the Arab Cup. That is an advantage that teams like Morocco, Algeria, or the teams in the Maghreb, the teams from the north of Africa, will have over the other African teams. They, the Arab Cup, because of, because of these players that are selected. Mm. Now, when we get to West Africa, that uses a lot of players. They are coming in talking about the ever present Senegal. When you look at the Senegalese sport, and another joy that we got again from Senegal is that they have pushed by a Senegalese. Yes, they are, yeah. And when you get also to Mali. One thing about Mali is that Mali at the beginning of the competition, nobody, nobody ever speaks about They are the mm. biggest, for me, they are the biggest outsider in the whole world. Because they never talk about them getting the competition. But before you discover, they are the China. I mean, Mali was a teacher for Mali played on three or four different parts in a row. That's huge. And imagine now they are put back a brilliant coach and they went all of the world of the fire without losing him. That's huge. So at this point, I am pointing out the two finalists of the last African Cup of Nations, Senegal and Algeria, going on to the, the, the world. <laughs> Sorry, I, I think the line was down a little. I, I, I couldn't get the last two sentences which, which you made. So please, sorry, can you, for points of clarity, can you um, say that again? Okay, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that at this point, if I was to bring out any other team that would uh, maybe stand in the way of Cameroon winning, Cup. I'll bring in Algeria because of their road, and I'll bring in Senegal because of the work that Aliou has put in. Mm. Okay, fantastic one there. Algeria and Senegal. Uh, those are the top ranked teams in Africa, Senegal and Algeria, actually. Uh, okay. Um, and you have also put Mali as the greatest outsider. Okay, I'll add Ma- that. Mali, yeah. Mali, for, Mali for me is the biggest outsider in the whole world. 
outsiders. Um, okay, let's talk about um, uh, this year. In the last two years, we are getting to the third year of the pandemic. The last yes. two years, uh, the world has been hit by a pandemic. Um, it would be nice for us to remind our listeners that Europe hosted the Euros 2020 uh, in 2021 in 10 different cities, in 10 different countries, in the middle of a pandemic. Exactly. And, and there was no negative uh, media. There was no negative publicity about the uh, potential of people getting in- infected. Exactly. Of, and um, here we are. This is the COVID is the reality. Can you just highlight to us the things the Cameroonian government uh, are putting in place and the general care that people, because we are very careful people, Africans are, are putting in place uh, to make sure that we have a heat-free, COVID heat-free tournament. The recovery rate of COVID-19 in Cameroon is, stands at 97.8%. That is one of, if, if not the best, that's one of the best in the world. Mm. And Cameroon was the first to host a competition with crowds post-COVID or post the first wave of COVID, if I put it that way. Yeah. That's the Chan 2020. The Chan 2020, yeah. And we could see that before the emergence of all the other variants, Cameroon was already able to crowd. Mm. So for me, I looked at Chan 2020 as mm. in, in Cameroon itself, we all the agreement that was signed of health where they all agree that okay yes we are back we are really struggling with uh, network issues um I'm strong. Let's 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 conclude uh, as you tell us the the steps and and the things Cameroon have been doing uh, in preparation for hosting this Afcon, uh, and we expect it to be a, a COVID-free Afcon. Uh, exactly. So the there was there was uh, I was already talking about the agreement between the Ministry of Health, the Ministry of Sport and Education, and the Confederation of African Football, where yeah. agreed that. Uh, like at the moment in the nation, there's a message that is being given by the Ministry of Health. It says access into the stadium, you need your COVID vaccination and a negative test. Mm. So there are two. There's a PCR test which is done for eight hours before, or there's the other uh, the genetic test that's done 24 hours before. Now, uh, I'm not a scientist <laughs> to get into the details of uh, the test. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the message here is that they should they, to get into this access to the stadium. I'm reading directly from a poster from the Ministry of Health. Mm. It says, safe can 
Total Energy Cameroon 2021. And it's the message says access to the stadium, COVID-19 vaccination, COVID-19 negative test. And obviously, this test will be, this will be a PCR test uh, will be done, and they, they, for you to access them, you'll need to do a scanning of, of, of maybe your device or something. I'm still, I'm still to do mine. I, I hope that by the end of today, I'll do mine because, as I said at the beginning of the program, I would not like to miss any moment uh, of the program. But just to conclude on this issue, I was talking about the. Uh, uh, the whole pandemic scenario in Cameroon. Mm. Yes, and uh, the recovery rate is 97.8%. Unfortunately, we've lost some of our family members, friends, and other people to this, uh, uh, to this pandemic. Mm. But um, um, to, add, to, add, to, add, to add to the recovery rate, uh, we are seeing some stats too that about only 2% of Cameroonians have been vaccinated. Although we are hearing that over the past three weeks to one month, um, the numbers have really picked up uh, of late. As of uh, the 28th of December, it was at 6%. Oh, oh that's, that's, that's good news. That's great news. Now, this the vaccination is, you know, apart from convincing people to take the vaccine, there is now mm. the, the, the talk between the uh, uh, pro-vaccine and the anti-vaccines. People yes, want the yes. vaccine. So it, it, it's, 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 that's something else to manage. And at this point, it's, well, um, there is something that I always like to say about the Antarctic of Nations. Cameroon is the host CAF is the organizer. Yeah. At the level of Cameroon, as the host of the Africa Cup of Nations, the government, as uh, with the local organizing committee, has put everything in place. I mean, everything in place to have this pandemic under control. Get into the airports or in the various borders, there's a check to make sure that uh, 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 we do not, uh, uh, at, uh, them to, we do not import new mm. cases and add to the cases that we have or we are already managing here. So there, there's a whole there's a whole task force that has been put in to manage COVID nineteen in Cameroon. That's a fantastic uh, um, way to end it. And um, before I go, I want to extend my congratulations to Samuel Leto, who emerged president of the Cameroonian Football Federation, Seca Foot. Huge congratulations to him. And I must say, he has been doing a lot of work. He has been doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and just as a bonus point, uh, how important or how vital do you think uh, a, a tool's leadership is, is, is being manifested during, just before the Afghan that is hosted by Cameroon? It's, it's, a, it's huge. It's something really huge. A bit. You know, some, Samuel Eto'o in this country is an icon to every person. You know, 
mo yung mention sa mo even the kids start jumping uh samuel ito his when he came in as the president of teka uh, food his first mission i said it on media would be to reconcile the whole football body because we are dealing a draft with the various football administration in the country had been in a draft for a very long time mm. but and that is what he's doing at the moment is reconciling every person and he's already he gave when he came in he gave him his manifesto he gave him, he gave him a plan of action and he did not waste an hour before implementing his plan of action he already got into his plan of action and he uh, and i hope my hope is that the people the team around him who accompany him in this because if Samuel Tofis brings out what he really uh, uh, gave us by his manifesto. Cameroonian football will be at yeah, very top level in this Okay. Good luck to Samuel Eto's presidency at, uh, at FECA Food. Good luck to Cameroon as they host Africa's World Cup. Uh, good luck to Cameroon as they compete in Africa's World Cup. Uh, we hope to talk to you. Uh, be, before the end of the tournament, that's during the tournament. I think after the group stages, we'll reach out to you uh, when we look forward to the knockout stages from the round of 16. But thank you so much, Armstrong and Sonia, for coming on the David Ducon podcast. We are really delighted. And thank you so much for your much, much expertise. Have a great time and enjoy yourself in the Olympic Stadium. Thank you very much. And I greet my greetings to all my brothers in. Uh... In the whole world, especially in Nigeria, and I can assure the fans of the Super Eagles that their brothers are being well taken care of out there in Darwin. It's a beautiful city. And I did not forget to add that we are coming to win our First Nations Cup. Nevertheless, <laughs> anywhere we miss Cameroon, we are going to win Cameroon. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm strong. Bye for now. Bye.